This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, we are back. Hour number three. Myself, Andy, Charlie, and the sun is not even set yet. Every day that we continue to go down this path, we get a little bit more daylight and a little more daylight, and I love it. And we get happier. It's much better. I, Andy, I cannot wait until the sun is still up when we leave. Yes. That's, I that's hate what I'm looking daylight forward to. savings in December in Colorado. Oh, you mean when it goes away? Oh, we well, go to standard time, you mean? Well, yeah, I just I just hate December and, yeah, I in Colorado. I hate that it's dark time. so early. Oh, I hate that four thirty at night, you know, being dark. But anyways, our next guest, who has been with us many times, is going to be last week. Greg, are you feeling better? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm recovering. It's been four weeks with this. Wow. Dang on, dang on the uh, uh, the throat and the whatever it is, and it's just. Bronchitis, and it's just, but I'm, yeah, but I'm soldiering through. Well, I'm and glad you're here. Thank you, Greg. Do you cons- because of this? Do you consider yourself a victim of climate change? Did that do I this do to not. you? Oh, I okay. do not. Just check. I, I, I refuse to do that. <laughs> and in, in fact, at my home in Florida, we had during Hurricane Ian, we had uh, our roof damaged uh, significantly, actually, and and. I didn't consider my myself a victim of climate change at that point either. That's uh, awesome. It, these things happen. Yes, they know? do. And Gregory yeah. Wrightstone, by the way, is who's with us. I should have mentioned that, mentioned that earlier. Inconvenient Facts of Science at Al Gore doesn't want you to know. You can buy that as well. But uh, uh, Gre- uh, Gregory, Al Gore says we're boiling boiling the oceans. Um, that means we'll have really nice, pure drinking water when it's all said and done, but we're boiling them. Yeah, that's He's about 150 degrees uh, shy of boiling from what we are. You, you, you know what? The oceans have warmed since, since 1900. Eight-tenths of a degree. Eight-tenths of a degree. And well, he says they're boiling. No, that's... That's, I, that's I insane. That. That's, not, that. That, that's really a disappointment because I was hoping to go visit and have it be one big jacuzzi. One big bathtub. Yeah. That'd be really well, cool. You know, the facts are, if you look at, at the oceans... The, the actually hottest temperature of the oceans in uh, Malaysia and Indonesia is called the, the Coral Triangle. Or if you go in, in the uh, Arabian Peninsula, if you look at the coral, it, 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 the biologic diversity is the highest in the world in those areas where it's the hottest. Right. And and, and the corals are thriving. Uh, they're, they're talking about... about well, you know, global global warming is causing uh, coral catastrophes, and the, and the uh, uh, Great Barrier Reef is collapsing. No, it's not. 
it's uh, that's been the story. There was a huge bleaching event in 2016. There, there was. These occur, but if you look at it, these occur periodically. And today, um, since they started really taking uh, detailed surveys of the Great Barrier Reef in 1980, and since 1980, 2022 was the highest coral coverage they had since ni- since they started doing these surveys. So it just it just goes flies in the face. And the other thing about this is, if you look at at uh, uh, one of the things that that uh, uh, um, uh, John Kerry said and uh, Al Gore said, Al Gore in particular talked about one billion climate refugees that were going to be coming, and it was mostly from these at-risk islands. And if you look, the UN uh, has has labeled the most at-risk islands. The most at-risk island is the Maldives. You got things like the Maldives, the Seychelles. Uh, and others, very low-lying uh, Pacific and Caribbean islands. And you would think, and it's, it's a pretty, you, you say, well, if sea level's rising, they're going to be inundated. No, they're not. Because if we look at, at look just for example, the most at-risk island is the Maldives. The highest point is 15 feet above sea level. And it sounds pretty alarming when you look at that, that you know, another whatever the rate, rate of sea level is. Let's go back 20,000. I'm a geologist, so what I do is I look back through, through geologic time. 20,000 years ago, those same islands in the Maldives were also just above sea level. And in that 20,000 years, uh, sea level has risen 400 feet. 400 feet of sea level rise. And yet here we are. The Maldives are still just above sea level, and it's because of a geologic process. It's known, it's called uh, accretion. And and these things, is, as the sea level rises, these islands grow. And so what they're telling us is, well, uh, the last 400 feet of sea level rise didn't put these island nations and islands underwater, but the next eight inches are going to do it. And that's what we're expecting by mm-hmm. 2100 is eight inches. And it's just ludicrous. It's just silly when you put it in this long-term perspective. And and they're promoting this climate of fear using uh, fabricated science um, and just just an abuse of the scientific process is what they're doing. Hey, Greg, you know, first of all, I do think that you should have gotten free medicine and free treatment for your cold because you could claim to be a climate refugee. I'm just saying you should have tried that. It would have been really good. Um, Here's my big question. Al Gore has been going on also about the polar ice caps. Can you just lay this to rest? Are they still there? Does Santa have to relocate? I mean, what is happening with the polar ice caps? Where do they stand? They've been retreating and advancing periodically uh, for, I was going to say centuries. It's actually thousands of years. And we're, we're in a a periodic retreat of the, of the northern polar ice cap uh, because we're in a warming event. We're, we're warming, uh, at least the northern hemisphere clearly is, uh, but it started more than 300 years ago, and we didn't start adding CO2 to the atmosphere to the mid-20th century and really later in the 20th century. And, and so the warming that we've seen 
the first 250 years of that warming had to have been naturally driven. It just did. And uh, uh, so what we have to see is that uh, uh, that, that, that this uh, global sea level rise, and if we look at, at the polar, northern polar ice cap, now bear in mind, it's floating on seawater. Right. And so actually the, the melting of the entire polar, northern polar ice cap would scarcely affect sea level. And that's because, remember the Titanic and the icebergs that, you know, 90% or whatever, 87%, whatever it is, of, of icebergs are submerged. And so you can do that experiment in your home. You could, you could put or get a jar of water and put ice cubes in it and mark the level. And when the ice cubes melt, that level will remain exactly the same. And that's what we see with the northern polar ice cap. You can melt the whole, the whole daggone thing, and it won't, it won't uh, affect sea level rise at all. Well, what's happening to the southern one that has a landmass? What's happening to the South Pole? Yeah, there's uh, that's fascinating. Uh, we actually see it, it advance the, the, the total ice mass of the south of the Antarctic uh, ice mass. It, it periodically increases and decreases. Uh, but we what we see is uh, the media promote this this narrative of dangerous warming of, of they call it it's the Thwaites Glacier. They most think most reference one that the, the alarmist uses the Thwaites Glacier and they've renamed it um, the Doomsday Glacier and because it's more it's more frightening. And uh, what we what we look at is the Thwaites Glacier is right above the West Antarctic Rift Zone, which is a geologic uh, Phenomena because up along the western edge of Antarctica, it's it's the most active uh, volcanic area in the world. It's called nature's blowtorch. Is this whole area of these active volcanoes? And so, what if you look at it, the Thwaites Glacier is is actually melting from below. It's from the geologic, the geothermal heat from below is melting the glacier, and if it was greenhouse-driven, CO2-driven warming, it would be melting from above, and it's not. And, and but, but yet they use this to promote this, this false notion of, of man-made catastrophic warming. Makes total sense. Greg, we're, again, once again, I know we talk about it a lot, but there's folks listening today that may have not heard you before, Gregory Wrightstone. Where do they buy the book, sir? Yeah, inconvenient Facts, uh, at uh, most people buy it on Amazon. You can, if you don't want to su- support Amazon, which I don't like to do, you can go to inconvenientfacts.xyz, okay. and all all the money comes to me instead of Jeff Bezos. And uh, and also uh, go to uh, co2coalition.org. I'm the executive director there. All right, perfect. Gregory, get to feeling better. Thank you for joining us, and, and, I, and I, I can tell from your voice you're, you're, you're doing the best, uh, and we'll have you back in the future as always, sir. All right, thank you. Appreciate it very much. Uh, up next, Flesh and Beck, Kevin Flesh. Anything you need when it comes to your legal end of things and uh, representation, if you've been involved in an accident or you name it, if you're a business owner and you need help, uh, whatever you need, whatever, whatever you've got going on, Kevin's there for you. Flesh and Beck, and it's 303 806 8886 or find him online at Flesh Law Firm and that's F L E S C H.
Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you have been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a juror's perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people hear evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one that's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals, whom you don't know and weren't witnesses, to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law, they get results. Absolute electrical heating and air, anything you need. Again, when it comes to your furnace or anything else going on inside of your home, electrically speaking, you name it, they can take care of you, including improved air quality. Whatever it is, they're your answer. 720-526-0231. Your furnace isn't working, and now you're worried that spending the money to repair or replace it will affect you in the long term. Absolute electrical heating and air offer peace of mind financing options so that you can take care of your family without breaking the bank. Whatever situation you're in, from repairs to installation, they have financing available to ease your stress. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air gives you choices so you can find the financing that meets your unique individual needs. They have plans with low monthly payments and interest as low as 0%. No matter what needs to get done in your home, Absolute has a multitude of payment plans that make it affordable for you and your family. Easily schedule any service today at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. And be sure to mention KLZ and get a limited time $59 furnace tune-up. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Solar Energy Partners, again, find out if you can save money on future energy bills by calling Alan Davis. He'll come out, do an evaluation, and tell you exactly how it works, 303-378-7537. Every month is the same. You see the balance on your power bill, and you feel months' worth of compounding anxiety around your cash flow, inflation, and now another electricity rate increase. Alan Davis with Solar Energy Partners has a plan to save you money and proactively ease your anxieties in the future, too. The first part of his plan is to help you lower your power bill with solar energy by about 40% over the next 30 years, usually saving you more than $1,000 in the first year alone. By choosing to work with Alan, you're making an investment that saves you money and stress for years to come. The second part of his plan to save you money is to help you get away from the big power companies that keep increasing your rates. The third part is to eventually get you into a place where you pay nothing for your electricity usage. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to learn more about how he can save you money on your power bill. Set up a consolation appointment today, 303-378-7537, 303-378-7537, or visit klzradio.com sun. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Pate. And John, I want to ask you something about Sean Payton here. Sure. How much power do you want him to have in that organization? Hmm, that's a good question. 
I mean, on the one hand, the GM that you guys have here in Denver made the disastrous Russell Wilson move. And I understand that. And I, and I can see why a lot of people probably want him defanged right. and not able to do anything. On the other hand, he actually has a very good history in his job. That is, with that being his lone big mistake, he's actually very good at his job. And Peyton has never been a GM. How much control? I mean, obviously, you want him to have total control over his team. What about forming the team? Where do you want him to have control and not? I think you need to give him enough room to be able to help, you know, to your point, form the team and do some things along those lines. When it comes to the admin end of things, the payroll side of the fence, what can we afford, not afford, so on and so forth. That's what a GM's there for, and you got to let that guy or gal in some cases do, you know, is there any gals that are GMs across the the, the country, but you know, regardless, you've got to let the GM do their job, Andy. So I, I there would are not, gals on the teams, but none that is the none of the, the GMs. GM okay. right now. Yeah, I would not want, I would not want to strip the GM of those powers. On the same token, I don't want every move that I want to make as a coach having to be approved by the GM. If I decide I need to bench a player or I need to do something different or my kicker's not performing and I'm going to go ahead and you know kick him out and go hire a new one, whatever the case may be, I want the freedom to be able to do that without having to get every little thing done and, and approved by the GM. Does that make sense? Yeah. In other words, you want him to have total control over his team, but, you know. But you still need it. to answer to the GM. Yeah. At the end of the day, the coach still needs to answer to the GM. The GM's in charge of the team. Certainly of forming it. Right. See, and if, if I'm the GM, I'm worried that he comes in because Sean, that Sean Payton comes in and is empowered. Let's say, look, they're going to put on a good public face, but what if Payton is empowered to really weigh in on how to handle the draft, how to handle free agent acquisitions, and how to handle, God forbid, contract negotiations? I can't imagine Peyton would get involved in contract negotiations. I don't know why you'd want to as a coach. Stay no, away from no, that and, no, go, no, do no, no. Wanna, and yeah. go do what you want to do. You don't want the players knowing that you, That's right. you have any yeah, input on that. Yeah, you, you don't want that responsibility. Right. And I just wonder, though, because you're talking about a GM who has just been savaged this year. And I'll, I'll be honest, I was a little surprised he was kept. All right. And with the new ownership coming in, I was a little surprised they didn't just clean house because – the move for Russell Wilson, giving up that much. I never had anything against getting Russell Wilson, but giving up that much, it was too much. I mean, it is panned all over the NFL. People just make fun of it. They make fun of that deal. If it weren't for Cleveland making an, an even worse deal with Houston, you guys would be looking really bad right now. And so if I'm the GM, I was, I'm thinking, my gosh, we're bringing in this, vet, this guy Sean Payton, who is very, very well known, how much power is he going to have over me? How much How much do I need to make sure he really, really, really likes my decisions in everything I do? Good question. And again, that's one of those dynamics that as an ownership group, you need to be looking at all those things, even through the interview process. How well does everybody gel? How well do they get along? Because, you know, you know, Andy, as well as I, you can pick up on a lot of just undertones, overtones, things that are going on between individuals. That's why, really quick, by the way, not, not to get off on a side note here, but this is why remote meetings and things like that suck. Because yes. you can't see and feel the chemistry in the room, the body language, the stuff that's going on individually between people, the eye contact, the rolling of the eyes at times, all of the things that are happening that, by the way, you just don't see on camera on a Zoom call because you can hide a lot of that stuff, by right. the way. Uh, that's why those sorts of things in a lot of settings, Andy, don't work. And guaranteed, you know, all spring 
through this honeymoon, it's going to be all smiles. Oh, 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 we know our roles and everything is completely defined. And no, yeah, the no honeymoon problem. will end pretty quick. It's going to be. I, it has to, as you know, it'll, it'll end pretty quick. But to your point, how much power do you give him? Enough to make the team win, but not so much that he can destroy it at the same time. Okay. Now, can that I ask? Sense? Yes. Can I ask you a political question? Because mm-hmm. this can get awkward. The Waltons are, by and large, a right-leaning conservative. Yeah, on most and most things, yes. On most things, he's not. Sean Payton is left-wing. Correct. How does that work? Sean Payton is an anti-gunner from the word go. Right. Okay. How does that work? Leave that out of it, I guess. Yeah. uh, As he says, these weapons. They exist for, no, I'm quoting him, for no other purpose than killing large numbers of people in a short amount of time. All that's left for us to do now is document record-breaking atrocity after record-breaking atrocity. He is a big gun control advocate. He also praised the kneelers. Okay, not a popular position no. on the right. Uh, I just wonder if Sean Payton, who, because you know of his legacy, because he is so well-known, is such a big name, if he starts making comments over the next year or two, could it cause a rift? Yes. And it, hopefully he's wise enough to know that. Well, he did it down in New Orleans. And mm-hmm. by the way, that was a very conservative state. Now he's in a liberal state. Right. Maybe he'll feel, feel a little freer with the tongue. I'm just wondering. I don't know. If he's smart and he sticks to football, he won't go there at all. And who knows? Maybe some of these, maybe these are some of the things that they've talked about in the back room. You have no idea. I have no idea. That's the stuff we don't know and probably will never know. You know, because uh, obviously you never ask the coach about his politics or anything when you're interviewing no, him. because really but, at the end of the day it doesn't matter, not really. But you know about it, and you kind of wonder, Jesus, is he going to put us in an mm-hmm. awkward spot? Good point. No, Just I, wanted no, to ask. No, it's a great question. I, I think it's—I'm guessing, could be wrong in this, but I'm guessing, back to what we talked about even with Craig from Wheat Ridge in the first hour— is this part of the reason why he wasn't their ultimate number one choice and there was other guys actually ahead of him? Yes, there were also guys ahead of him because of what they had to give up to get him, but would some of this also factor into some of those decisions as to whether he was their ultimate number one pick? Uh, let's face it, Harbaugh aligns much more with their thought process on politics than he does. Right. But Harbaugh doesn't want to leave. Well, and let me give you an extreme example, okay? Would you say Texas is pretty right-wing? Most of overall, it is, yes. Overall, okay. Except for Austin in a few sections, yes. San Antonio is still... Fairly liberal. Yeah, but their fans of the San Antonio Spurs overall are very much more right-wing than you would see of the Chicago Bulls and a lot of play. Well, True. Greg Popovich, of the, the coach of the Spurs, is probably the most hardcore, outspoken, left-wing, just crazy man, okay, in all of professional sports, he's certainly in the top five. This guy is, I mean, a Trump hater, a Republican basher. Uh, Greg Popovich talks politics like you and I breathe air hmm. and loves it and just goes off. I mean, now obviously, Sean Payton's not like that. Okay. But that's an extreme example where it is really tough at times on the fan base. Can't argue that, and that and that's something they're going to have to watch. Okay. Will that affect his longevity here? 
I think all they care about is win. Well, of course. And right. if he does that and sticks to doing that, we'll be fine. I guess we'll see. All right. Up next, Affordable Metro Mortgage, Kurt Rogers. And again, uh, love Kurt. Saw him today. He was uh, coming out of Haystack Help Radio as I was getting here. And appreciate Kurt very much. Anything you need when it comes to a mortgage, just advice even. Give Kurt a call, 720-895-0500. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298-191, and rates subject to change. All right, High Five Plumbing, anything with plumbing, they can take care of you. You need this number in your phone at all times, so if something comes up, you can call them directly, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. You should be flushing your water heater at least once a year. Scheduling routine maintenance with High Five Plumbing now allows you to be frugal down the line. Keep your operational costs down over time by ensuring your water heater is functioning properly. When you don't regularly flush your tank, mineral buildup can mean that your water heater loses energy efficiency, increasing your gas and electric bill. A water heater flush with High 5 is an easy-to-schedule service that is cost-effective in the future. With consistent maintenance, you can even extend the life of your equipment and stave off future plumbing emergencies. High Five Plumbing can save you money down the road with simple maintenance that you can schedule right now. Get on the books today by calling 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or by filling out a contact form at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Make sure to mention KLZ for a free in-home water quality test and a wave service fee for KLZ listeners only. All right, Roof Savers of Colorado. Dave Hart can help you with whatever you've got going on with your roof, whether you've got a leak or something you need to take care of, you want to extend the life of, have an inspection done, you name it. Dave can do all of that, and he would love to do that for you. Just give him a call directly, Roof Savers of Colorado. Find him at RushToReason.com or 303-710-6916. You need a roof that is going to keep you and yours protected from the Colorado elements this winter. But having a reliable, functioning roof doesn't mean you should have to compromise your bank account. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we try to save every client from the expense of a costly replacement with a rejuvenation treatment. This 100% plant-based product gives you new roof performance without new roof costs. But sometimes a replacement is absolutely necessary. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your family. For any roofs that do not qualify for the treatment, we work with your insurance so you can get the replacement you need. Contact Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado today, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to roofsaversco.com today to ensure your family is protected. 
Mom, why is it so cold in the house? Is the thermostat broken? The Public Utilities Commission approved another rate increase, and I can't afford the bill. Colorado families are struggling to make ends meet. It's time to hold the Colorado Public Utilities Commission accountable and take the burden off our families. Don't get cold feet. Turn up the heat on the Colorado Public Utilities Commission. Visit nomorerateincreases.com to make your voice heard. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we're back. Welcome myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes. I had a lot of text messages. I apologize. Our internet here today has been kind of in and out, so a lot of them just rolled through, and I apologize for taking a little bit of time to answer those. But most of you were spot on and agreed with us when it came to some of the uh, the, the traffic stop stuff that we were talking about oh, earlier. Oh, what they have to say? Most people feel like, A, speed traps should just not happen. B, police should focus on actually fighting crime instead of worrying about ticky-tack things that turn a regular citizen into a criminal. That was a great comment somebody made, by the way. Somebody said it's actually their job, quote-unquote, to turn you, an average citizen, into a criminal. Yes. Well, and that's kind of true. So, yeah, and it shouldn't be that way, by the way. It ought to be the opposite of that. Uh, it, so, again, most of you really agreed with what... We're talking about John from Cheyenne said they're running radar 10 miles north of Wellington right now. 10 miles north of Wellington. Why? Who is Who at cares? risk? No one. North, Who cares? 10 miles north of Wellington. Who cares? You're out in the middle of nowhere. Who cares? Yeah. Flat out, doesn't matter. Far, as far as I'm concerned, the speed limit from there to Wyoming could be 90 mile an hour. I could care less. Wouldn't matter. But they're driving that anyway. Might so as cares? well be the Autobahn. Exactly. Who cares? At the end of the day, doesn't matter. Now. Very, no one was against what we were saying. And then the, the comment they made about the police department up in Boulder talking about the ghost gun and the rounds and so on. They said every article they read made it sound like the police were more worried about the magazine capacity of the quote unquote ghost gun as they were the fact the car was stolen. Yes, that was my point. Well, stealing a car is fine. Yeah, that's no big deal. Who I mean, cares? that's not a big deal. But but having the wrong gun is that's a big deal, Andy. That is a far bigger crime than stealing the car in the first place. I mean, it's just lunacy, Andy. It's absolute lunacy when we start talking about some of these things, and then and then have to sit here and actually, you know, try to decipher, you know, from from one subject to the next. It's just it's just total idiotic. It's just it's just stupid. Can I ask you a general question? Yes. To what degree do today's cops? And I know there are a lot of wonderful cops. Yes, they okay, are. But I'm yes, talking. But I'm looking at how they're being used by governments, local and state, and so forth. To what degree do today's cops even make us safe? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, let's face it. They basically arrive well after you've been harmed, if you get harmed. Mm-hmm. Um, they do an awful lot that makes my life hard mm-hmm. because they're sitting there doing speed traps, mm-hmm. you know, where, where you've got it 40 when it should be 55, and they're there to make money off us. But... To what degree, and I'm not blaming cops, I'm blaming the governments who use them, to what degree are cops even making us safe? I mean, um, and let's face it, a lot of cops, uh, because of what government tells them to do, if you are a certain color, they're going to look the other way a lot more. Let's face facts. In some cases, yes. Okay. To answer your first question, let me back up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they making us safer? I hate to answer it this way, but I think that answer would be, it depends. And I think even some police officers would agree. 
And, and believe me, I've talked to enough police officers where they've either left the force or they've changed positions on the force or they've gone from one area of city, you know, of government, you know, police department to another area because of some of the things that we're talking about. Uh, there are some radical lunatic liberals that are running a lot of these police departments, and that includes here in Colorado as well, by the way. And some of the guys that are actually on the police force are very much dyed in the wool conservatives like you and I. They want to do the right thing. Right. They want to be Johnny on the spot when it comes to fighting crime they want to definitely be on our side the problem andy is their hand is being forced to do things they don't particularly care for some of them irk it out so they can get the retirement because they're far enough in which i don't know that i blame them for doing that they really don't know what else to do in a lot of cases some of them flat out just quit leave because they don't like the politics quote unquote on the force to answer your question i think a lot of them would agree that no we're not any safer today with them than we would be without them in some cases yeah and my I think some my of them life. Agree with that. The cops that are out there now. By the way, I'm not a defunder. I don't want them gone. I want them there. I want them empowered. Okay, I want them empowered to make me safer. I don't want fewer cops. I want more cops, and I want them empowered to make me safer. And here's another thing, John. If you're a cop these days, you're second guessing yourself all the time. You got to make sure at every every time you stop people that you go through so many steps and do all this just to make sure that some liberal activist doesn't sue you, right? Or doesn't no? You, I know. You see what I mean? Me, I, have, no, I've I don't talked, want no, them no. hesitating in that split I, second. I have talked to some of them, and again, I, I've met some of these guys. In fact, I had a long conversation with a a policeman not that long ago. He was transferred. Uh, in he actually came from another state, came in here, uh, was somewhat recruited, if you would. His wife was coming to work here anyway. So, anyways, long story short, had a long conversation with this particular gentleman, nicest guy you'll ever meet, and I'm not exaggerating. Just a super, super nice guy. We had a super long conversation. This was this was back towards the fall, and you know, it was a Sunday afternoon. I had plenty of time to chat, so just, we just sat and talked. And and the things I learned, and some of the frustrations even that he had on what he is allowed to do and not do when it comes to fighting crime. To answer your question, I think he would fully agree with me. No, he is not making us. He is not allowed to make us any safer, Andy. That's what he would tell you. John, do citizens in Colorado understand that these people are the only thing between us and monsters? Hmm. I mean, we try. We spend all this time trying to handcuff the cops and, ma- and make them jump through a 20 hoops just to enforce the law to keep me safe, right? Mm-hmm. And do we understand, we, they're the only thing between uh, the thin blue line, between us and monsters, mm-hmm. monsters who right. would kill us, rape us, rob us, beat us, do, burn down our homes and our businesses. They would do anything to us the mo- because look at every single city like Baltimore and Chicago and these places where they do try to defund the cops for a little while. Look what happens right afterward. The mm-hmm. whole place blows up, right? Mm-hmm. That just shows what these people want to do to us all the time, all right? The only thing between me and these monsters is a bunch of cops who are being used to give out speeding tickets in speed traps. 
Yeah, and again, and we're getting some great comments on this right now, so I apologize. I can't answer every one of these as quickly as I would like to. Uh, one comment, some sheriffs and deputies are true law enforcement and protecting society. Police and state troopers are policy enforcement for politicians. There's some good state troopers, folks. There's some great city cops as well. I've met some oh, yeah. of them. Uh, there's some great sheriffs and, and their deputies that are there, and there's some not-so-great sheriffs and deputies that are there as well. So I, I'm not want to make blanket statements that every sheriff's organization or, or, or department is perfect and or that every state trooper and police department is awful and working for the politicians. In general, I think that comment is fairly close because of some of the things Andy and I are talking about right now and what agencies have to have to do based upon a mayor or a council or a governor or whatever the case may be. So while that statement is generally true, I don't want to go and make a blanket statement that's a, that that's the case in every single circumstance because it's not. But at the end of the day, I think, again, as I, as I said a moment ago, the particular officer plural officers that I've talked to, point blank, off the record, if you asked them that question, are you making me any safer? Their answer would be, I wish I could. Yeah. In other words, my hands are tied, and no, I'm not actually making you any safer. I wish I could. Or they're certainly not making us as safe as they would like to. Correct. And I think a lot of good, solid law enforcement individuals would tell you that very same thing, Andy. I don't think we're... If, and again, this is the other problem you have with police departments. Most of you probably don't know. You'll always, you'll always... Some of you probably think, well, why don't you interview some of these guys? I can't. I can't. If you interview any type of a policeman, or fireman for that matter, you have to go through their PR department because they right. will be the ones answering all the questions. Officers, firemen, firewomen, and so on, they are not allowed to answer questions to the media at all, ever. And by the way, that's largely done also for the officers. They don't, they don't want to be in that position. I agree. But you will never get one of them to even hardly talk to you off record because they know right. the risks that they're running by doing so. Yeah. Most people don't know that. That's why you never hear officers. And if you hear one on here, they're disguised, and they'll never tell you that they are one. You know, and then we, we've got, you know, look— we got kids, basically kids. I'm, you know, young teenagers running rampant in the streets, beating people, burning things, stealing, robbing, I know. moving drugs and all this kind of stuff. And next to nothing is done. Why? The police force, you know why? That doesn't make them money. That doesn't make the government money. The government doesn't make any money when you bust a kid for moving some drugs at school. The government doesn't make a dime off that, but nope. they make a whole hell of a lot when they pull me over. Actually, and Andy, I, haven't had a t- I haven't had a ticket I, I, in a long time, me, but I'm just saying. Let me give you one more huge irritation. I talk about it some, but I don't talk about it near enough. Here's my other huge irritation. They make a whole heck of a lot more money off of commercial businesses like mine that have actual transportation you know, fleets and so on. Yeah. Uh, they make a whole lot more money off of inspecting my trucks, telling me what's wrong, writing me tickets, making sure that all of my stuff is in order. Because you pay. Because I pay. Where the, I hate to say this, but the, um, the immigrant from Mexico that's driving a car with his hazards on, because that's what they do in Mexico, so I know when they do it here where they're from, uh, they're running around with an expired temp tag. They're never getting pulled over because they know they can't write the check, but they'll pull me over. Right. Or make me stop at their, their you know, the, these stupid check stations they put all over the place. You have no choice, but you have to go pull in. And if, they get, if you get caught going around them, they'll still go out and find you and yank you back in. Again, folks, we have 100 cars a day plus in this front range area stolen. And yet we've got the type of operations I just talked about going on. How does that keep any of us any safer at the end of the day? It doesn't. Nope. It's a, it's a money revenue generator. That's all it is. It's a revenue generator. Period. 
period. And, 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 and I have a beef with it because they'll tell you that it's making us all safer because we're, te- we're, we're checking out commercial vehicles and making sure they're safe and blah, 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 blah. No, they can write the check and no one else can. That's why you're pulling them over. Here's a simple question for anybody. How much do you see the cops in your area stopping crime and protecting people versus how much do you see the cops in your area raising revenue? Raising revenue. Raising revenue. That's the answer. Sorry, but that's the truth. Raising revenue. So, Speaking of revenue, Golden Eagle Financial. You all have revenue. You have it coming in. You need to make sure that you're putting it in the right places, that you can get to the retirement. Stay there and enjoy it, by the way. 303-744-1128 is Al Smith. He's Golden Eagle Financial. Call Al today again. 303-744-1128. Your kids need to start planning for retirement. Golden Eagle Financial and Al Smith can help them get started on their retirement plans now. A small amount of time and money today can make a huge difference for their financial future. Beginning at 20 versus 40 is not a linear difference. It's exponential. With compound interest, that investment will grow exponentially so your children can accumulate more money for a successful retirement. Introducing your children to retirement planning early allows you to set them up for a financially successful future and enables them to handle a financial emergency without relying on your help. Getting them started with a solid retirement plan through Golden Eagle Financial today will not only save both of you money, but can also create wealth for them down the road. Call Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial now. 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. Or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. Okay, in our home transitions, we had Catherine and Robin with us yesterday, had a great time. And again, as I said earlier, they've got a great just transition booklet timeline that you can go through to really help you understand what needs to happen, especially when a family member needs to transition. Maybe not today, but you know that time is coming. Call them and ask how that would work in your world, 720-437-8210. You're nervous about selling your home because you don't know what you're up against. Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions get you up to speed on your competition. As your realtors, they'll drive you around the neighborhood so you can fully understand the competing properties in your area. K&R also actively monitor your competition using the NMLS, and they can even give you daily updates on any changes. Sometimes you'll even tour listings that are similar to yours, so you can see the differences in how updated the home is, the size of the yard, the floor plan, and other perks that may give you the upper hand for your listing. Get to feeling confident about selling your home with Cat and Robin. They know how to take the emotions out of stressful situations. Get two experts for the price of one and take advantage of your free consultation with K&R Home Transitions now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. As we close out the year, we celebrate the victory of Roe being overturned. We praise God for the Supreme Court's decision to protect life and recognize that abortion is not a constitutional right. But what may be shocking to many Christians and conservatives is that we are in a fight to save the lives of preborn babies like never before in history. I'm Diane Ferraro, CEO at Save the Storks, the pro-life ministry that is making a difference with love and compassion. Our mobile medical units, called Stork Buses, have saved over 11,000 pre-born babies. But our impactful programs also focus on the women and men who face unplanned pregnancies every day. Our mission focuses on the pre-born, of course, 
but we also ensure that moms and dads are empowered to choose life for their babies and not just survive, but thrive as parents. Visit SaveTheStorks.org right now and sign up to support our ministry with a gift of $35 a month or make a year-end tax-deductible donation. Your gift will make a difference. Go to SaveTheStorks.org today and make a gift of any amount. Thank you and God bless you. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we're back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Myself, Andy, and Charlie. And this is good news, I think. Maybe they've actually been listening to our program over the last few years. Douglas County has new messaging on how to handle homelessness. I saw some of these, by the way, down in Phoenix when I was down there for the auction last week. So Douglas County is trying to tell people handouts don't help and get them to donate to nonprofits instead. Why? They're citing public safety concerns. So they're trying to get people to donate to nonprofits instead, saying public safety is, is a huge concern. I said the moment ago. And uh, Douglas County Sheriff Darren Weekly said Republican County Commissioner Abe Layden met with us at a busy intersection off of I-25 and Lincoln. We're worried about someone being injured in a traffic crash. We're talking about people receiving donations and the people giving them. It's a part of the reason county signs are being put up saying handouts don't help and to give safely through Douglas, Douglas Hash. Make sure I say this right. DouglasHashHeart.org. Yeah, sorry. I, I guess I am reading that right. And that's all spelled out, by the way. DouglasHashHeart.org, which directs donations to the Douglas County Community Foundation. From there, the site says it will go towards organizations to help those experiencing homelessness. Handing out money in intersections uh, only, get, only, gets, only is going to get more people asking for money at those intersections. Same thing you and I, Andy, have said right. for years and years and years. I've said this for years. If you want to stop homelessness, homelessness stop giving them money. Yeah. But it's plain and simple. And I get, Andy, I will still see it on a pretty routine basis where somebody, you know, there's somebody at a corner, they got a sign, whatever the case may be, and some motorist, usually somebody in front of me, and I'm in a hurry, by the way, so they're in front of me handing this person money. And I'm thinking to myself, first of all, you're clogging up traffic. Second of all, you're not helping. No. You're part of the, you are the problem. Right. The homeless guy isn't. You are. Look, that money you gave to them, there are really good organizations that can do great things with right. that money. So you know, Help I, them. Uh, to me, this is something that I feel like every city needs to start doing because, again, who really needs to be trained on this is not the homeless. It's the us. homeless are doing it because they're getting it from you. If we would all, we, collectively if people, because I don't do this, but collectively if people would stop giving them money at those corners, they wouldn't be there any longer. Here's the reason they're back every day, folks. It's called capitalism. They make money doing it. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't be at that corner, Andy. They'd go somewhere else. By the way, it should be illegal. I think it should be illegal as it's well. It's panhandling. It should panhandling, not be allowed. Thank panhandling you. used to be illegal. What happened? And it still should be, by the way. But my point is, since we can't seem to get anybody to really understand this, maybe more cities... 
counties like Douglas County is doing needs to put up signage that basically says you're not helping. You're I would be this direct. You're not helping by giving them a handout. You're actually contributing to the problem. Please donate here if you really want to help. I'd yeah. be that bold. Because I don't care. I just tell people straight up, you are not you're you are the problem. Now let's make that short. Handouts don't help. Donate here to help. There you go. That works. And nice big sign. And by the way, who is going to be the one begging next to a sign like that? Um, no one. So simply putting the sign up at every single intersection will get rid of much of the problem. What a great idea. Bravo, Douglas County. Yep. Kyle Clark must be infuriated. Yeah. <laughs> Over at Nine Tifa News. I mean, uh, come on. He's got to be mad. Oh, that's awesome. How You're dare funny. they? You're funny. You're funny. Uh, this is a great idea. Douglas County, by the way, and I know that it was between the sheriff and the Republicans there as well. Kudos. Thank you. This needs to happen in more counties, in my opinion, up and down the front range. This is one of the ways, not the only way, but one of the ways that you actually, uh, you know, can you end homelessness? Probably not end it, but can you curtail it in a lot of ways? Absolutely you can. Yeah. And, you know, another way you could say uh, or go to and give a website to help, and that website could have a list of the charitable organizations that help these people. Correct. Uh, again, because I, those organizations aren't helping the no. scammers; they're helping people who really need it. And I thank you for saying that, Andy. I was just going to add to what I said, what I was going to say a moment ago. And a lot of you out there listening know this: not every person at a street corner, while they may look down and out and homeless, not every one of them is. Oh no, there's they, they, they that look is perfected. That they they understand exactly what to do, what to say, how to act, and how to get money out of you. Now, are there some genuine homeless people sure. at some of those corners? Yes, there is. But there's also some genuine people that want to be at that corner because they know that they don't have to do anything else to collect money on a daily basis and survive. There's no taxes owed. There's no IRS. There's no one lording over them. They get to do pretty much whatever they want to do every single day of the week because you're helping them do so. Right. Literally. And, and I know that's the way that works. There are some true down and out people. But by and large, the majority of the people at the corners are what Andy said a moment ago, scammers. Yeah. And yet people donate to them, give them money on a daily basis. I don't get it, Andy. I want to see those signs at I want to see them at Parker and 225. Yeah, right down the street. You and me both. That's one of the biggest places in the city for this. Go ahead. No. Yeah. I, well said. Your, your, your comment on them being scammers is exactly what it is. And, and again, Douglas County, thank you. I wish more counties, and maybe with this happening, more people would see that. Maybe even some folks from some of the other counties will be driving around and notice the signs and say, wow, we should do that in our area of town. Maybe this will grow. Uh, that's why I wanted to bring it up today. If you're somebody that has any kind of position of authority inside of a city, county government, you need to be looking at what Douglas County is doing with homelessness. This is a way, not the way, but a way of curtailing this. Yeah. And your government, your city government won't look bad when they put ways that you can help. That's exactly right. So, again, folks, that's one way to do it. Douglas County, congratulations. Thank you very much. And I'm with, I'm with Andy. Can, can Aurora put one of those down here at the corner of oh, 225 and Parker? Because oh, the traffic down here is a nightmare as it is. All we need are a few more panhandlers making it even worse. Right. I know I'm whining, but. That's okay. I want to go home at night. I don't want to dink around with panhandlers in the middle of the road, you know, stopping traffic. Yeah, people in front of me slowing down. Yeah, I, it's like, look, I no. Just, I get a, go away so I can get through the light. There are organizations you can that give That will to. help you. Yes. Thank you.
Well said, Andy. Extreme Auto Repair is next. Cooper Tires at cost plus anything else you need. They'll also make your lights nice and shiny so you can see out of them. And on top of that, uh, don't forget they've got batteries right now. There's a special on batteries as well. 303-841-1071. Also find them at klzradio.com. Winter is brutally hard on your vehicle. Extreme driving conditions happen every winter, and from maintenance to emergency repairs, you need a shop that you can count on. Colorado winters are hard on all the components of your car, especially with the fluctuating temperatures. So you want an expert diagnosing your vehicle. Extreme Auto has six master mechanics, all dedicated to properly evaluating any issues and getting your vehicle repaired correctly, quickly, and without anything you do not need. They also offer their customers both towing services and free loaner options, so you always have a vehicle to use and a way to get around. Whether you need regular maintenance or have an urgent need, you can trust Extreme Auto to get you back on the road. For the right maintenance and repairs to prevent serious issues with your vehicle, call Extreme Auto Repair this winter for service that you can rely on at klzradio.com extreme. Set up an appointment today. Call 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, about a minute or so left here is all. There was another piece of news I was going to try to get to today. I may go ahead and bring this up with Dr. Kelly Victory on Thursday. Charlie sent me this. This is out of Yahoo News. Uh, headline reads, extremely disconcerting. The NIH didn't track... U.S. funds going to Chinese virus research, a watchdog finds. Wow. Imagine that. So we have no idea how much money went over there, Andy. No clue. Hey, it's great when you own the government, isn't it? Absolutely ridiculous. And, and I think it's also something that, that we need to, you know, when it says here, too, I, not that I'm, you know, mad at the headline. The headline says a lot. But, you know, it shouldn't say the NIH didn't track U.S. funds. What it should say is the NIH didn't track the hard-earned dollars of U.S. taxpayers that went to Chinese virus research. That's what it should say. Yeah. Because that's where the government's money comes from, us. Right. The government has no money. They have no money. It comes from us. I wish these articles would say more like that so people would actually wake up to the fact that it's not the government's money, it's ours. At least least insert the word taxpayer. Taxpayer Taxpayer dollars. Taxpayer dollars, taxpayer funds. That's right. They should put that in every one of these headlines. Of course, they don't. This is Yahoo News, of course. Again, not not berating them because at least there's a headline there. That's better than nothing. John, why is our money going to any foreign labs? Good question. We'll get that on another day. Myself, Andy, Charlie, checking out. You guys have a great night. First hour, which had a good time, by the way, plays next. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. Health and Wellness Wednesday, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.